0: You are listening to the Sojourn Church Podcast. If you have any questions or would like to view a video version of this message, please visit our website, sojournchurch.org. Well, I said I, I wasn't going to do it, not going to do it, but I found myself uh, going to a convenience store. I'm going to tell you what store it was. Uh, I live with a person who makes all the masks, and uh, when I'm normally when I'm with Pastor Terry, he makes sure that I have a mask. He, I think he carries them just for me because I don't necessarily have them all the time. But I went into a I, I, I pumped gas, and then I went to pay for it, and it said, go see cashier. So I'm like, I have to, but I don't have one mask at all in my car. So I walk in, try to sneak in. And guy's like, hey, sir, you need a mask? I was like, man, what am I going to do? So I go in my car. Lo and behold, I found a pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I found a pair of shorts that I had not, I mean, I didn't, that's all I had. So there I am walking in the store with a pair of shorts over my head and the legs sticking out, just a little one leg sticking off on the side. just. Off on the side, and my, my eyes are covered, so I, my, my thigh's big enough for my head to fit in. And so I'm standing there talking to the guy, and he can't hear me because he's got a mask on, and I got shorts on, so it <laughs> looks silly that I'm talking to him. He can't understand me. I can't understand him. And not only that, there's a plate glass window between us, and I can't hear him. He can't, Huh? And I'm just like, man, I already feel ridiculous because I got a pair. Of, and they're, they're a great pair, of red, white, and blue, America <laughs> shorts, you know, that I wear to the lake, you know. And I just had them on. and smelled pleasant. But still, I had them on. And, uh, and all of a sudden, I just like, and I, but I pay for uh, the, the gas and everything with my, with my phone, Apple Pay. And so Apple Pay doesn't recognize me with shorts over my head. <laughs> my wife doesn't recognize me with shorts over my head. And so I'm sitting there trying to pay for it, so I have to put my face down, and all of a sudden, one of the neighbors across the street were in the store and saw me. Chris, is that you? Like, wow. I was like, yeah, it's me. Sorry, don't have any mask. So therefore, I'm talking to you and talking to me. Anybody other than me, when you walk out of the store or walk out of a place uh, with a mask on, you rip it off like you just performed some big surgery. Anybody like me, I just rip it off. Like, ah, that open heart surgery went amazing. So good. So I'm telling you, the reason why I'm telling you that story is because in a world where everything is trying to be separated or trying to separate us or trying to cause us to be disconnected and detached and, and, and trying to have us uh, be distracted. When, I'm telling you, all this up now, here's what I'm saying. Some of you may be wearing masks, so I'm not against it. We've always said if you want to wear a mask, wear one. If you don't want to, you don't have to. If you want to come, come. If you don't want to come, we have online. But the truth is, is that all of it is, whether it's not, to cover our faces or whatever it is. All of it is designed, some of it is designed to keep us from in a place where we're not being connected. I can drive in my home, right? And drive, I drive in the alleyway, I open my garage door, not my garage door, but I have a gate that slides open back in. I can walk, I can drive up in and back in and not see one person in my neighborhood. Anybody else, you don't have to, anybody else know what I'm talking about? All of it, because we talk about privacy, We're talking, but I'm telling you all of it is a ploy, a plot of the enemy to get us where we're not talking to each other, not communicating with each other, not being connected and he wants to get us all off by ourselves so that we can be isolated and I'm telling you what, if we're going to be the church we're going to have to be the church that walks in unity and walks together and the blood of Jesus that covers us and calls us to walk and do what he's called us to do and be who he's called this to be. Amen. It's true. It's true. And in all of it's design. When you get to a place where you're, where we're not doing that, I'm telling you, mask or no mask, I mean, no one should have to wear shorts. So I'm not doing that again. I'm lesson, lesson learned. not doing that again. Uh, but Vanessa always makes sure I have masks, mask. She makes sure I have a, But at the same time, the truth is, is that, you know, I, I, I found myself, anybody ever forget sometimes that you have your mask on and you find yourself, I've seen people skateboarding down the street with masks on bicycles and just riding down, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I was, I, I had forgotten one day and I was driving down the street, just driving down the street with masks on. I was like, I oh, I got a mask on in my car. I'm gonna harm myself Um, so give I'm gonna give COVID to myself anyway I just I don't understand it but I just forgot but the truth is is that God is wanting us to realize whatever the barriers that the enemy is trying to create for us not to walk and live and be to walk in togetherness and unity all the segregated stuff all the racial stuff all the all the bigotry and all the stuff whatever it is whatever group you prescribe it was trying to it's not just political lines but also in the the church do you guys realize that Sunday uh, is some is one of the most segregated days of the week because you go to your church, I go to my church, and so I want us to be diverse. Aren't we diverse people? I want us to walk in diversity. Uh, I, I believe that the body of Christ, when it says, when we think about all the people that when the when the Holy Spirit came, they were Greeks, Jews, all kinds of different tribes, and they, all of them. The Bible said they all come together. But here's what they come together: what the Bible says it's gonna happen one day. It's, it's not it's without fail. You can count on it, it's gonna happen. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue will confess that jesus christ is lord amen to the glory of god the father so it ain't gonna be just somebody saying it over here somebody just saying all of us will come together and say and proclaim that jesus christ is king of kings and lord of lords you have to bow your knee no matter what color your knee is you got to bow it to the name of jesus and i love the fact that he's bringing all people together Black, white, Hispanic, Latino, whatever it is. I don't care where you come from. You come from, you know what I'm saying, somebody, I was telling somebody the other day, they go, they call me African-American. Are you African-American? I am African-American, but I really just, I'm just American, I have never been to Africa. (laughs) I'm just being honest with y'all. If y'all are trying to figure out what do I call you, I've never been to Africa. And I can't even trace some of my roots back to Africa. Do you want to go? I like it here in Texas. I love me some Texas. Remember? Mm-hmm. God bless Te- I love Texas. I love Texas. I love me some Texas. I just do. But the truth is, is that somebody asked me, Are you, what, what, what would you call yourselves? Like, I'm American. I'm a child of God. I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm an ambassador of Christ. I'm seated in heavenly places. I have the mind of Christ. I live and breathe and move and have my being in him. Not only that. I'm the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed coming out. I'm blessed, I'm so blessed that he had to open up a window and pour out a blessing I don't have room enough to receive. I'm so blessed that he has gone before me and given me everything that pertains to life and godliness. I'm so blessed that he has given me everything that I need to be who he's called me to be. He's gone before me and blessed me in every way. I'm blessed. Somebody pinch me. I am blessed. And when you wake up in the morning, if the enemy tries to tell you anything else other than you are blessed, slap him with the word of God. I'm talking about a back slap. Just... Away from here, go on out of here with that, because you are blessed. Man, where you come from, but the truth is, is as we are blessed, the enemy hates when we are when we come together. Look at his friends of mine. They, when we go out and we do outreaches and things together, and we walk together, and, to, and I mean, I'm telling you, you get one by himself. That's why the Bible says, one can put a thousand in flight. I love his math. Two could put 10,000. I love that kind of math. That's better. I would like to could put another 2,000. He said, no, I'm going to do 10,000 because that's the kind of guy that I am. What kind of God comes up with that kind of math and then wants us to walk and be isolated by ourselves? There's no reason for us to be isolated. And, and that's the thing is the enemy is trying his best to keep us from walking in unity. Get you against me, this party against, against that party, you know, and all this all this other stuff. And it's all a distraction. Yeah. So I'm talking about three Ds today. There's other enemies to, to us not walking in unity, but distraction is one of them. Of, the, 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 the enemy wants us to walk and live and, and distract us so we're not walking together as one body. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. As you're, as you're turning there. God, God, just think about this. because We're talking about walking together in one body and, and unity. And we're going to start at verse 12. Read with me. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So good. So also is Christ. I love the fact, you know, the best illustrations are out of the Bible. So it gives the scripture, then it says, just like this, as Christ also. Verse 13, for by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Like, look, they came up with the community drink even before we did. Just pass it around. One drink. All of it. Just just pass it around. Just one drink, but one drink of the spirit. How many of you have drank of the spirit? Isn't it good? It's good stuff. I'm telling you, if you have it, you better try some. This is me pushing the spirit on you. (laughs) You got to try this. This is good stuff. He is good. Amen? Because we've tasted and seen that he is good. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the Hearing. Where would be the hearing? That's so funny. I got distracted there for a minute because I'm like, wow. Just think about that for a minute. A whole big old eye. That'd be a big old eye if I was standing up here just looking at y'all. Because that's all I'd be able to do because there'd be no mouth talking. Just be a big old eye talking about I see (laughs) you. Anyway, see what I did there? Okay, if the whole body were not... Say so if the whole body here, where would their smelling be? Verse 18. But now God has set the members. Now I want you to think about it just for a minute. He has set the members. That means that he predestined, he pre-thought of, put the members where they should be, why they should be there, how they should be there, how they are to function, how are they to how are they to look? All of it. He put, he put all he set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. Going on to say he is pleased with where you are in the body. He's already pleased with that. You don't to to, to need to try to be the brain because he's already got the brain. So he's already got everything set the way it should be. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable on these we bestow greater honor and our, rep- our unrepresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now here's the thing. We talk about the body being together and walking together. The enemy wants us to walk in, and and, and and he loves for us when we're distracted. That's what the word means, distracted. It means you were on track and there was something to disrupt, distract you from where you were going, where you were doing, the purpose of what you were called to distract you. And I want to say this, that that and the distractions that come about are one of them is just us being busy. How many of us realize that busyness is one of the things that the enemy tries to get? We all have the same 24 hours. Pastor Terry's telling me that. He still tells me that. We all have the same 24 hours. What we'll we do in those 24 hours, but there's come so many distractions that try to keep us to be, from being connected to the body of Christ. How many of you have, have walked in a room, just pause for a minute, look around? and then forgot the reason why you walked in the room in the first place. Anybody other than me? Maybe you don't raise your hand. Maybe just wink at me there for a minute. Just wink at me. You don't want nobody to know that. That's a sign of getting old. Or Vanessa sent me into a room, you know, to go get something and I can't ever find it. You ever, guys, you ever, anybody other than me, guys, I can never find it. And she'll be like, here it is right here. And she'll say, if it had been a snake, it'd bit me. She'll be like, well, let it bite me then because I ain't see it there. Sometimes I think she put it there and just be like, oh, it appears. It appears in the room when she walks in there. But when I'm in there, I could never find it, you know, or you get distracted by you were going to do something. The enemy always is trying to So our purpose, our walk with God. You walk into a place there. there is purpose that God puts on our lives and the enemy is trying to distract you from that purpose. What is it? And he does that with sounds, with, all, with, with, with uh, any kind of distraction, static, the noise of the world. The noise. The world has a noise. Did you know that? It has a noise that tries to keep us from walking in the, in the peace of God, the, the, the joy of the Lord, the blessing of God, all the things that, that God has for us. He's trying to, the enemy wants to distract you from that. And I want to say this to you. You can get mad at me if you want to. You can throw stuff at me if you want to. But I'm going to say it. Social media is not being connected. You you may think that just because you saw what Sally posted on what she had for dinner last night, does not tell you that Sally's going through depression. Because we always want to do take the, the best pictures of our best selves, right? I'm not going to put up there <laughs> I had a horrible day. I'm discouraged and downtrodden and all this. Some people do. I just I'm not going to put my stuff out. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'll make sure you get my good side, you know, I'm going to make sure that I put on there the joy of the Lord is my strength, even though it may not be, um, I'm going put up there, you know, whoo, you know, 2021 my year, even though it hadn't been, you know, we try to put display the things that we want people to see, but it is not, it's not at all um, being connected. So it's just a form of being connected, but it's not really at all. The truth is, is that if we want to have relationship and walk in unity, we're going to have to be we're going to have to be cognizant and we're going to have to be intentional about having relationship with one another That's right. We really do yeah. because I don't know about you but I can drive in my neighborhood turn around my alley open my sliding gate that goes back and forth like this pull in and not see anybody in my neighborhood yeah. anybody else like that you don't have to, I'm just saying it's just it's just it is it's designed for me to have privacy and all those things. So I have to, in my neighborhood, I have to go to a store and put shorts on my head to see my neighbors. <laughs> but, but the truth is, is that that's where it's designed for you to just walk in. But that's what, that's a plot of the enemy. Even, even if it's like, well, is, is it bad where I live, neighborhood? I'm not saying it. I'm just saying you're going to have to be intentional about being in relationship with people. Yeah. That's, right. that's why we don't want you to just come to church just so you can come to church to attend uh, uh, something that we have. It's not, that's not, being an attender is not being a member. We talk about being a member. I mean, I don't want—I don't want my my arm or or my armpit or my belly button to go. Hey, it's seven o'clock. I'm showing up for work today. I need them to be with me all the time. Amen. (laughs) I mean, I need you to—I need you to be, you know, standing. I need my nose to stand at attention. My ears. I need—I need everything, you know. And so I don't. It's not a hey, just clock out. We are members of the body, and I need you. You are necessary. Look at your neighbor and say you are necessary. You are necessary to being a member of the body of Christ. You, know, you don't think I am. You go, and you do that, dude. Do that. Oh, no, I'm not, girl. You know I'm not that necessary. Yes, you are. You are necessary. I need you. You need me. We need each other. Amen? We need each other. We need to walk together in unity. I want to have relationship. We want to have relationship with each other. What kind of relationship would I have with Vanessa if I came in, I came in and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, suffer. Supper. Now, I would be dead. I mean, y'all know that we have a funeral the next day. Y'all be in here like he was a good man. He was an all right preacher. Here lays a man who was stupid. But, we, we, but you laugh, but it's true. We, we, we need to have a relationship with each other. I don't do that. Uh, my wife loves me. Loves me so she she makes supper for me, and she. I mean, I take her. I love to take her out on a date. She is my favorite. Other than the Lord, my wife is my favorite person in the whole world. I love being with her. We have a good time. We laugh. We talk about stuff nobody else talk about. You know what I'm saying? We just we just have a great time. But that's relationships. She have a relationship with me. I'm telling you what. When I'm in the room and she walks in here, she's a distraction. Me <laughs> looking at her, it's like Lord, her mercy. God, you done put something good together for me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Last week, I was preaching at Christ for the Nations, and uh, I saw the bench that I that I first met her on. I took some of the people. took Kevin over there to see the the awesome bench. It's anointed, ain't it? It's anointed. We took her over there. She sat down. We took a picture together. But I was distracted. I was hanging out with my guys. And all of a sudden, I saw her. I was like, "Mm, the Lord is my shepherd, and he know what I want. (laughs) He know exactly what I want. Well, that's a distraction in a good way. I'm telling you, the enemy wants you yeah. wants you to be distracted. And so as you're distracted, that's what he does. I love watching the nature shows where the lion roars toward the ground, roar, and you can hear it. For miles and miles but the reason why they say I don't know how they learn to do this but they do that because the animals the gazelles and all the animals that are not that are not with the fold or not with the herd they're out going you know what the grass is greener over here I like it better over here forget the herd I don't I've been hurt by the herd the hurt the herd bothered me they didn't they talk bad about me so I'm gonna go off and be by myself and he didn't really say that but I'm thinking that's what he said but he they're off by himself just eating the grass grass is good and then there's a narrator Some white guy from Australia going, here he is, (laughs) off by himself, crikey. Not only is he off by himself, there's a tiger, and this tiger is lurking in the, you know, and there's a tiger, all of a sudden I'm looking up and I'm like, oh, you know, because you can't take black people to a movie. You take black people to a movie, we're going to talk in the movie. And so I'm going, run! (laughs) Don't stay there eating grass, you gotta run! What is wrong with you? Nothing. He got to eat you. And so he roars toward the ground to confuse him. And all of a sudden he runs and he gets him every single time. Why? Because he's detached. He's distracted. And he's disconnected. And nobody else can tell him any different because he's been hurt by the herd, or he's been something, dis- he doesn't like it, he doesn't like the- he didn't. maybe he didn't like the worship. I don't know that they were having. Maybe he didn't like what was going on. I don't like them communion crackers that they served over there at that herd, so I'm gonna go over here and be by myself. I'm telling you, you will not survive by yourself when God has called you to walk together in relationship with one another. I can't tell you that enough. So when you get off by yourself, just plan on it. They're not gonna hurt me again. I'm gonna let listen, I'm gonna reject you before you reject me, so I can reject the fact that you rejected me, so I'm just gonna be rejected. <laughs> and therefore, you're off by yourself. You're laughing, but that's some of you in here right now, and there's some of you watching, but it's true. He wants to get you distracted, he wants you to get you disconnected. When you're not connected to anybody, that's what an enemy has. You are fashioned together. He's got to read. The parts are together. Your part is important. Yeah. And if you're not going to see yourself as, as the way God sees you, he put, he put on that. Put, that. put you in the body, and you fit, and you look good, yeah. and you are good when you're connected. When you're not connected, it's hard for you to be who God's called you to be. You're doing it on your own. Yeah. I don't want to be doing things on my own. I don't want to be by myself. You understand what I'm saying? You find yourself alone. You find yourself by you just by yourself. You're just like, "Well, I do better by myself." Well, I have the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of me. I'm connected. I'm connected to the body. I'm connected to. I'm connected to heaven. I love. I love my family. I love being. I love my spiritual mothers and fathers and fathers and mothers and spiritual uncles and aunts. They all. They all play a part in developing who I am. Pastor Terry found me at 18 years or 19 years old when I first came to this church. I mean he I don't know what he saw but he, he absolutely began to invest in me and having him as a spiritual father him as a spiritual father and mother they helped develop me. I mean you know I'm just I'm telling you so I had to be I had to be at a place where I wanted to receive correction. I wanted to see, I wanted to receive things that they would say I, remember, I mean it wasn't his pastor always had a heart for me but I remember the first time he bought me a suit. He's the first time anybody ever bought me a suit. Um, um, so he bought me one, and I'm telling you what, I felt different after I put a suit on. I even tried wearing the jeans thing on. So I just can't help it. He did this to me. He created this monster <laughs> where I just like to look good. I just like that. He bought me my first suit. I remember we put, we, we sat there, and I'm sitting there watching. him, whatever they're custom fitting me for the suit, you know. And he was just smiling, you know, just like what he goes, turn around. I turned around, and I'm just like, well, not only do I look good, but I feel good. And I'm telling you what, it took me to a whole nother level. But that's somebody on the outside seeing what God put on the inside and bringing that out. Now, he wasn't there when I put the shorts over my head because he would have probably <laughs> said that's probably not <laughs> the best move in the world. But that's why we need mothers and fathers, why we need people in our lives to help us be who God's called us to be. I'm going to ask you a question. Who do you have in your life, who are you connected to that will tell you the truth? Who in your life that will tell you that you're disconnected, you're, dis, you're detached, you're, 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 you're distracted? Who in your life will tell you that? I'm just saying this. This is not one of those times where you hoop and holler, but I'm just saying you need to ask yourself that question. Who's speaking into your life? Who do you have that you, that's building relationship, that you're building relationship and I, I ask him things. She, I run my messages by two people. That's my wife. You guys ever wonder why Vanessa sits here and don't laugh at my jokes? Because she's heard them so many times. I even say to her, which is horrible, I even say to her, can I get a witness? Can I, can I? She just looks at me. And by Pastor Terry. I'm just telling you. So I'm connected, man. And so I wonder, are you connected? I love when we talk about these phones and these iPads, they have, a, they have wonderful wonderful capabilities they're, they're great i mean you can do everything you can do all kind of stuff on here i mean I, you can look up restaurants and you can look up restaurants and you can also look up restaurants you can do all <laughs> kind of stuff on here but i can't do anything if it's not connected to the wi-fi there's a wi-fi code in this room right now there's waves going on in this room right now you can't see them but the wi-fi is on Everybody in here, if you want to get connected, you have to connect into the same Wi-Fi code as everybody else. It's the same thing with the Spirit of God. We all come from different walks of life. We come from different homes. When you come in here, if you want to connect in here, you have to connect to this Wi-Fi. If you want to come here, you have to connect to the very Spirit of God. This Spirit, all one Spirit, drink from the same Spirit in one body, and we grow up into the head which is Christ, it's Christ in us, the hope of glory, Christ in us, the hope of things to come, and so he's saying, will you be connected, don't be distracted, by all the stuff that's going on, don't be, don't be disconnected, don't be detached, but be connected, let's walk together, you want to be connected to this body, that's what it looks like, other different places, whatever, but this is where we believe in the spirit of God, And the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We believe that God is alive and well today. He still heals. He still delivers. He still sets the captives free. And he lives in us. And we move and breathe and have our being in him. Do you believe that? So that's what he's called us to do. Being connected. Here's the last thing I'm going to say. And I read this somewhere so I didn't make it. It's not original with me. Judas had the best pastor The best small group leader, the best, not only the best pastor, but the best evangelist walked with him and he was with the disciples. He was there with him. So he was there, but still not connected. Had everything that he needed. We like Jesus come. He's like, I'm already there. Jesus. Jesus." He, He was there with Jesus. So it is possible for you to be in a room full of people. And still be alone. It's possible for you to come to a church service, lift your hands, praise the Lord, worship the Lord during our music time, shake hands or whatever, and then still be alone, feel alone. It's possible to do that. But it's also possible for you to come and be connected and get in on what God is doing and get off the bench and into the game and say, God, I'm connected to heaven. I'm connected to you. Therefore, I'm empowered. I'm an ambassador to do what you call me to do and be who you come. Everything that I have, everything that I need, need you given to me to be able to do that. So I'm saying this, church body, let's be connected. Let's be connected. It is hard to, to to take out members who were connected, because man, when I was by myself, when I was by myself, you know, walking home from school or whatever, I was vulnerable. But man, I had a big brother. Man, that big brother, when he walked with me, when we was, man, we were unstoppable. Man, some of those guys, some of the bad guys, caught me one day when I was by myself and they beat, they beat on me or whatever. But all of a sudden, I remember one time being in the bottom of a pile. <clears throat> And I saw, saw bodies just being thrown all over the place. And that was my big brother. Had showed up. Whoo! We'd fight all the time at home. We'd be fighting all the time. But, man, I was so glad to see him. Man, he was like, get off my brother. Get off my brother. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing him. Yeah. And I'd been, been, been beat up going, and don't ever come back. You know, I'm the one in the in the background. Don't ever come back. I hadn't done anything. You laugh, but that's what happened. Your elder brother whipped the enemy. And stripped him of death, hell, and the grave. The keys of death, hell, and the grave. And he took him out. And then all of a sudden, all power and all dominion is. it. And I'm telling you, we didn't do anything. But we're shouting, don't ever come. You know, that's us. We didn't do anything. But he has all power and all dominion and all might. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sojourn Church Podcast. For more messages or content similar to this, please visit our website. If you would like to support our ministry, please visit the first link in the show description or visit SojournChurch.org give.